WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. Hope you're having a good Sunday. We've got an action-packed show planned for you. A little later on in this show, we will blow the lid off the biggest electricity hogs in your home. There may be a couple of surprises here. In the studio, ladies and gentlemen, from Limestone Title and Escrow, Lee Harris, who's legal counsel over there. Good to see you, Lee. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Lee's direct cell number, and it's just astonishing that she actually gives us out, and it is her, in fact, cell phone direct number. Don't call her right now. Wait till after the show. Right, after the show. Oh, did you put it on? Yeah, I did. Because otherwise we'd get calls running right. off the hook All on the, the show. Because we know there's some wise guys out there who go, oh, we're going to we're gonna ring her phone. Uh, her <laughs> number is 649-7964. Also here from Swan Financial, the one, the only, Randy Rocky, and his number. Is this your direct cell? It is oh, your yes. direct cell phone number, too. Did you turn the ringer off so it doesn't? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. So his direct number is 645 645- Zero seven three six, and then there's my son Greg who is here, and I don't give out myself. Yeah, we number. don't give out self because eh, I'm not important enough. But I do all the marketing, the videography, balance the books. I do a lot of behind the scenes work. My wife's an yep. aging agent, but you can yep. find me uh, at We Sell Louisville on any social media platform, or just type in my name, you'll find us. And Greg is about to become a father for the second time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, later this month, just if everything goes as planned. just weeks away. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. and we. We know the sex of the baby child. boy, baby okay, boy, but we cannot say we the just name. Don't say the name. It's Why not? Say the name. It's 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 a religious folklore, do. if you will. Yeah. Just, oh, okay. You don't say. It's like putting the cart before the horse. You just you know. Okay. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. We'll so find out in a few weeks. You will. Yep. You will, and we'll announce that. Now, of course, you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, anytime to help you sell a house because we need we keep selling these homes, uh, even now, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later how hot the market is uh, during the holiday season. You guys are busy. We are I busy. promise you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. You, you can reach me anytime. You see how exhausted I am? I'm pretty exhausted. Three seven six five four eight three. But we always want more. We do. We're never satisfied. <laughs> well, that's right. This is typically, in quote, I'm doing air quotations for the, the people who are on the radio. Yeah. Uh, this is usually slow season, which not really, but this yeah. is why we plan to have our baby during this time, and good unfortunately, luck. we haven't you, slowed down, you, so I'm just going to continue to be exhausted. You jinxed it's a good it. thing, though. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Uh, to the phone. Oh, again, three seven six five four eight three is my direct number. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Amy. Yeah. I'm selling my home, and I realize I have to pay for the seller's closing costs, but yeah. I wasn't aware that I had to pay for the buyer's closing cost as well. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what that's all about? So let's start. Um, let, let's start with Lee on this thing. So, how often do you see sellers? who are also paying not only their closing costs, but the buyer's closing costs. Well, it's common, but it's contractually agreed to. So you don't necessarily have to, but it is certainly common for a buyer to say, seller will pay up to X amount for buyer's closing costs. And And that could be three, four, five, six, eight thousand dollars Yeah, it could be a lot. Yeah, it could be a lot. For sure. But if it's not in the contract, then both parties pay for their own expenses. Right. You're not going to be told you have to pay for it unless you've agreed to In the contract. Yes. So now let's turn my gaze from Lee to Randy. So seller pay closing costs and prepaid. So you pay also for the escrow, to set up the escrow. So real simple math, if you as a seller want to net 200000 on the sale of your property, 
Usually it's about 3% for the uh, the set the escrow on closing costs. You would go out at 206000 which is 3%. So of you're 200. saying roll it into the... Right, 206000 and then you're... You're 3%. getting ahead of ourselves here. So let's, let's right. talk about what okay. those what the seller is actually paying. Because Amy has a really good question. She's got to, She knows she's got to pay her own. Right. Every seller realizes right. they're going to have to pay their own closing costs. It is rare that the seller asks the buyer to pay the seller's closing costs. But I would tell you it is much more frequently, maybe 50 to 60%, and in a lower-priced home, and by that I'm talking about 250000 or less, yes. we see it probably 80% of the time that the, the buyers at least are asking for the sellers to pay the closing costs. It's not required. We have a little twist right. to it. I'll give you that in a second and the way to get around all this. But So why is it that the so many buyers are asking sellers to pay their closing costs? Well, because what happens, Bob, in that scenario, you have you on a $200,000 deal, we'll just keep it there. If they go conventional, you can go either 3 or 5% down, depending if you're a first-time home So let's buyer. say 3%. So now we're talking okay. $6,000 down, down on our $200,000. That's right. So they have the the buyer has to have that amount of money in their bank account or somewhere available to be able to close on the house. Correct. That is correct. But now, what the problem is is that there is another pile of cash right. that is needed, and that goes for that goes for your escrows and your closing costs as well, which well, is another. Yeah, but you say closing costs. I want to be more specific. Oh, I'm sorry. Title, so, title, title for Lee. Yeah. Title, right to run title, title insurance. Right. Um, usually, there is and an lender title insurance. Right. Because there's also owner title, title insurance, insurance, but that's an additional cost for the buyer. Right. Keep going. Uh, you have sometimes an underwriting fee, which we don't, but okay. we have a processing fee. Right. Uh, you have appraisal. Um, um, loan origination? No. Is that part uh, we, of well, yes. A lot of people okay. have loan origination. We have don't. zero lender fees. There's uh, taxes in advance. Taxes. Now, insurance. that gets in the prepays. That's yeah, the prepays, escrow. Right. Yeah. right. But I'm just right. giving Taxes, you the insurance. Insurance. Yes. So a day's interest. A day's ahead because you're paying the interest first month. Right, right. And then um, um, you pay. So that, that that's pretty much the, the sum up. up. Yes. So in, to to answer Amy's question and to everybody else, all because I constantly hear this from our sellers, I don't want to pay the buyer's closing costs. Right. Why should I? Well, here's why. Because, again, we mentioned there's two real piles of money. One pile goes for the down payment that's required. And so this is a good thing, folks, because once upon a time, years ago, the buyers weren't required to come to closing with a pile of cash, $6,000, let's mm-hmm. say, on a $200,000 mm-hmm. home. And then what was happening was they didn't have any any stake in the in the game here. And they would close on the house. They get in there, the roof would leak, and they'd walk away because they didn't have any reason not to walk away. Exactly, they didn't lose any money. So the government, the big banks, all the banks, mortgage companies, all put this down that you need to have three, three and a half, five. Well, now we have no money down programs. There are, I get right. it, but right. we're talking specifically about these. Yes. So now you've got this one pile of cash, which is six thousand bucks. Right. Then you have this other pile of cash, which are these closing costs and prepaints, and it's that other pile, the second pile that the buyers need help with because they don't have typically that much 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 money in their bank account. Greg, you see this all the time with writing contracts. Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to, and I don't want to go back to the millennial generation, just most people in general, they are not educated on what it costs to buy the home. It's not something they teach you in school. It's not, a, not, not nothing in high school in gen ed that they're like, okay, when you're going to go buy a house, this is what you need to save for and this is what you need to expect. 20% down is going to avoid mortgage insurance. Yeah. Anything under that? There's great programs out there, 5 3% down. I got into my first house, 3%. Now I'm in my house. I'm at 20%, and I'm, I'm working the system, and we're doing the right things because we're making smart decisions. But we're not educated to say, okay, this, you, you need at least 
five, ten thousand dollars to be able to go in and buy a home. And when people are learning about these things, they get intrigued. I want to buy this house. Okay, well, I don't have this money, but I can still get in with Help from the seller closing costs. So, and it, it's a common thing that happens. So this is why it happens. And yep. and a lot of people, if they can still net their bottom dollar and maybe raise the price of the well, house, uh, that's where I'm going. So I see so, the twist. So, so that's so where we're going. Yeah. So here's how I would work this for. I know. I give this to all of our sellers. But there's a twist on top of the twist, okay. and it starts with a, a pray. Yeah, sir. right. There I get yes. that. Yeah, yeah. All this goes out to all of our sellers and any agents who are listening and for buyers. So let's just say that the list price on the home is $200,000. Uh-huh. Let's say that the agent has done the comparables, and it will appraise for $200,000. $200,000, right. But now an offer comes in for 190000 from buyer A, mm-hmm. and the... Seller says, I'm not taking 190. And by the way, that buyer wants 5,000 in closing costs. Right. So the seller is now saying, I- I'm not paying 5,000 and I'm not taking 190. And this happens every day, folks. Every day when I negotiate deals, I hear this, I understand it, I support it, I back our sellers. So now here's what I'll say okay, look, if you want to sell and this is a good time for you, what price would you think you would, would you like? Typically, Sellers in their minds are thinking, maybe I have to come off $5,000. Maybe it's, that's fine with them. Maybe there's multiple bids. There could be a lot yeah, that's of things a different, going on. That's a different story then. That's a right. whole different Throwing negotiating different. scheme if that happens. But to your point, just yeah. rounding these, these costs back into the, the counter. Right. So if 195 was okay for our seller, I would say, okay, let's do this. Let's go back at 203. Why 203? Because even though 195 is good for our seller, I think they'd be happier with 198, right? Right, as the net, right, as their net. So if we come up with 203, and the the buyer accepts that. In other words, we're going to pay your closing costs, but it's going to cost you 203,000. We're essentially rounding in an extra 3,000 over list price. By follow, uh, it, yes. Yeah. Now here's the other thing: yep. you can get a zero money down home, but you will pay a higher interest rate, right? And the only way that really works is if you know you're only going to stay in the house for a couple of years. So there are very few exceptions where I want people to do a zero money down home because when you hear that zero closing cost, yep. it's always you're paying an inflated rate. The other thing I want to tell you guys, which you're, a lot of your realtors are participating in, is we are doing worksite marketing scenarios now where we go on the site, spend five minutes before shift starts or before a, a board meeting starts, and we just give out literature on on how to buy a home, the process of buying a home, how to finance. And it's an incredible brochure. I bring lunch or breakfast to the to the group, and uh, your team is really taking advantage of it, and we're really this helping a, good a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. We'll talk more about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bit. That's <laughs> right. But my, my point here, the bottom line is, so let's say it's – let me back up to what we were talking about <laughs> right, before yes. you got Squirrel. on this. Yeah. yeah, before you got on this horse <laughs> and oh. then a pedestal and now on top of a statue – so, um, so let's say the agreed price now becomes two hundred three thousand. The only problem I turn my gaze to Greg because he mentioned it already is appraiser. Appraiser, yeah, appraiser yes. has to give the value of, of two hundred three thousand. If they don't, then the deal can fall apart. The buyer has to come up with money, or the seller comes down on prices. It's, it's that, simple. and and it's been it's it it's really a crapshoot. It is. I mean, I'm really honestly, I, yeah. I mean, it is, but. If you're if if the selling agent, the listing agent rather, does their due diligence and they and they list comparable to the the area and the market, the market usually goes to stand 
to cover what's needed. I will tell you, though, we'll say that it's much. a crapshoot on some cases. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Hopefully, Amy, that has helped you and other buyers and sellers to understand yes. the ins and outs of what's going on. Remember, if you want to see what we do with our marketing, because there isn't a lot to it, you can go to Louisville3D.com. That's Louisville3D.com. We've got not only our 3D photography, but we've got a lot of stuff there as well that will help you give you an idea what how we're doing, what we're doing. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This hey. is Kathy. Yeah. And I'm thinking about selling my house. I've got a tree down. It looks like it's in my front yard, but it's not. It's in my neighbor's yard. He hasn't cleaned it up for six to eight weeks. What should I do about it? A good question. And yeah. certainly, I, I'm a, with all the weather we've had in the past couple of weeks uh, and what we're going to have, I suspect you're not the only one who has a tree down. So, Lee, what would yeah. the next option be? Yeah, trees, I'll tell you, are the biggest uh, issues between neighbors. Um, if it is truly your neighbor's tree and it's been sitting there for six to eight weeks, here's where I'd start, Kathy. I'd send or walk over there or preferably give your neighbor a letter. Which is a little more... Uh, you, would yeah. you have an attorney do it, or just send her a, a, I mean, I, him or her okay a letter? Okay, either way, but okay. I'd, you know, keep a copy of your letter, dated. Say, I'm giving you five days from October, whatever, or yeah. November, whatever, to remove your tree. If you don't, I'm going to uh, take legal action because yes, if it is your neighbor's tree, then they need to remove it from your property and pay the expenses for that. So that that seems harsh mm-hmm. coming from somebody. My wife, Sandy, likes to try to maintain sure, a right. level of um, friendliness. Yes, you need And if to. you say, I'm giving you five weeks to remove five the tree. Five days. to remove the tree. <laughs> well, or, uh, uh, let, me, take, let me butt in here. There's yeah. a difference between somebody writing a nicely written letter and Lee just kind of uh, outlining it yeah. and Bob Sekoler asking somebody well, right. for five days. Oh, and if yeah. you've dealt with Bob, you may know there's a different tone that can come well, if something needs bulldog, to get done. Is that what you're saying? I mean, okay. it's kind of in <laughs> yeah. the name of okay. our slogan, but what, we bulldogs. digress. No, so, I mean, okay. yes, I always tell people to start with a letter, and that is because that's friendlier. So take maybe you get a cake. That uh-huh. you baked, and on the top oh, of it, top of the letter, you have well, on yeah. top of the, no. Yeah. I'm thinking no. On top uh, of the cake, put the letter. Yes. No, or on top of the cake, put a little glazing that shows a tree that's down, <laughs> and the words "please remove." No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's just assume no. that if if there's a big tree in the yard and it's been yeah. there for a while, the neighbor knows, or the neighbor's not there. Well, the, no, I'm sure the neighbor knows because it's in the yard. I'm just guessing that it's time to get. Okay, so if, that's one way. Anybody with the city that they can contact or yes. any other suggestions on that? Yeah. I mean, you can always uh, contact the city. Um, that will be – I'm sorry for all the people who work for the city, but that's a slower process. Yeah. You know, because they're not going to come out there in five hours and get it done. Yep. But, you know, yes, you you have recourse. Call 311. That's the city's Louisville-Jefferson County – Info and, and ask them, say, I want to be put to the right person, and they will definitely come out there at some point. But, yes, I always encourage – people call me every day and say, i got this issue with my neighbor, and I always say start with a friendly-sounding letter. So got what it. if a neighbor's tree hits your house? Isn't it whose insurance? I thought that it was your insurance, the person's house it hit. That covers it. Is that correct? Yeah, it probably is. Because okay, well then, yep. my question is then, why is it that the tree is on their property that they're not? I'm just asking. No, the tree why is not? on the owner's property. I understand that, right? But but if it, if the tree is on the on the neighbor's property right. and it hits uh, the other neighbor's house, that's different. 
honor. Right. I, I get okay. that. But, but but what I'm getting at is it it's still you know a tree it, was down. A, it was a tree down and it was from the neighbor yeah. and in one scenario the insurance is not going to cover it uh, from the neighbor but in this scenario well, that you have to remove it I'm just surprised you have to remove the tree with the other scenario being the opposite you know what well, I'm saying well, I'm, I'll tell I'm you just, why. I can tell you why that's I and I'm not an insurance agent and I'm not an attorney but tell me if I'm right on this mm-hmm. in one case where the tree comes down and hits the hits the neighbor's property right. now it's done damage actual physical damage to a property that the the person who's been hit can take action against right right yeah but in this scenario that aim that uh, kathy was talking about the tree is just lying on the other neighbor's property gotcha so they can do with whatever they want because it's their property property in, in essence so but but at least saying start with a nice letter yes that's not too difficult all right we are uh, going to take a break by the way if you want to ask us a question we've got a google line set up the phone number to call is 252-1890. That's 502-252-1890. And you can leave them a message there, and we'll play it on the air. Or you can also go to asklouisville.com, and that will take you to the information on how to get to us via the phone. Also, if you want to see what the sellers are saying about us, go to Louisville or com. That's louisvillesellerstalk.com. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to blow the lid off the biggest electricity hogs in your home. Yes, you. In the studio, <laughs> Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow, 6497964. My son, Greg, who you can reach over on Instagram by looking at We Sell Louisville, I guess. Yep, that's that's it. And then you can reach me, Bob Sekola, anytime, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information, other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. 
You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sikolas. Thank you very much there, Barbara Corcoran. Uh, you can call me anytime about the Guaranteed Sell Program or Instant Offer Program. Uh, it's no extra fees. You can cancel at any time with the Guaranteed Sale or Instant Offer Program. You can reach me at 376-5483. All right. So, folks, we all have these in our homes, electricity, hogs, but which are the worst, which are the best? Fridges are the number one cause of electricity um, usage in your house. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you got that, right? Okay. Is what? your fridge running? You better go catch uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. No one? There, there are the ways to analyze <laughs> the results. So setting the temperature a little higher and then not opening the door as much is a way to combat that if you can. Also, check to make sure that the light is off when you close the door. Just yeah. kidding about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was another good one. Another really good one. <laughs> That's a good one, right? Yeah. Got you going on a Sunday All right. morning. <laughs> All right. Next, what do you think the next uh, in the line of um, the appliances that you use? Washer dryer. No? HVAC? No, it's water heater. Oh. The average 52-gallon water heater can cost more than 55 bucks a month. Whoa. Whoa. That's according to the national grid. You can gauge the efficiency of a unit through its energy factor. That's the EF as well as its size, first hour rating, and fuel type. Um, the best thing to do is to keep the temperature as low as you can stand it. Not going to happen in my house. We like hot showers. Yeah, Sandy, the other night, hot. she says, oh, you know, the temperature of our water is too is not hot enough. And she says, I got to go down. So I went but down. But you have I an turned. older house, right? Is it an but older a, water heater? No, it's a newer water okay. heater. But I'll tell you what, when this goes, I'm going to go to the tankless, tankless. water heater. Yeah. You have to be. There are certain restrictions that you have to worry Location. about. Make sure it's a gas deal because I did yeah, an no, electric no, yeah. one at no, the no. lake house. No, don't. awful. Yeah, now I've replaced it with a so a gas, yeah. a gas, gas only. Gas, a ga- on you're talking about a gas heater. tankless water heater. Yeah. Yes. The next usage is a washer and dryer. I was shocked I- about this. According mm-hmm. to yep, IGS Energy, most homeowners spend a minimum of 115 bucks annually to run their washer and dryer. Because dryers use more energy, one way to save is to air dry the laundry. That would be a no-brainer, but that certainly a lot of us don't do that. That number on the <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Who's got time? For that? <laughs> that number on Not the water Hill, is crazy. Yeah, that is that is <laughs> a, that is a crazy number. Yeah, that sounds high. Huh? It says that I, I it's fifty five bucks a month. That's what? that's I that's mean, a lot of for money the, for the water heater. Yeah, for the water heater, yeah, but yeah. That's, that's a that's a high uh, number. I'm giving you what it says here. Yeah. So the next thing, number four on the list, is our lights. And that's, again, according to EIA, the uh, U.S. Energy Information Administration, residential lighting contributed to 7% of our national energy consumption in 2017. I think that's coming down thanks to the Pretty new LED, LED lights. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Dehumidifier, if you use Where's one in the, the basement. Where's the HVAC? Sorry. I'm tra- Wait, where is it? I'm just telling you. <laughs> after de- dehumidifier, there's hot tub. Oh. Then uh, standby modes of... Um, Appliances like uh, things that are plugged into a power strip. Okay, they just didn't put TV it in there because console. Because my yeah, heating right. bill alone, <laughs> last I, I year, agree. even with it's, a geothermal yeah, unit, is probably the number one thing who's eating up my, uh, my electric. I'm just looking to. Oh, whoa! 
Whoa, here it is at the very top. Ah. They didn't even include <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. They were like, they we got one through include. 10, but really they the, said, whole, the biggest one. I was like, what? Where? Choose your appliances sense. carefully, particularly your heating and AC units, which use most energy. You should also, however, take steps to cut down on using these eight other appliances. Ah, ah, okay, great. Ah, Thank you so much. That's okay, though. I try to speed things Greg's up. Greg's in I, the house. I'm just making sure. I'm I always killed on the it. Just, <laughs> sorry about that. Buried it. Yeah. You almost want to, when you go on vacation, now turn off your hot, no, hot water heater. No, no, I mean, no. seriously. Well, yeah, they turn tell the breaker. You, not not, the not only that, but but what do they call it? Vampire energy? Well, like, if you leave things plugged in, they're still, right. it's the meter's still running. So I when I leave town, I unplug my computer. I unplug my TVs. It's just the best practice I did because I'm so cheap. But where do you get that? From. Okay, I wonder well, we'll why. Go yeah. Generational so, so cheapness. Wait, Don't worry. But I will tell you though. Not only turn off your water heater, but you might. But not if it's freezing, because you know, obviously you could have a problem. But turn off the water supply to turn your, off your house main. if you're going away for a oh, while, yeah. or yes. like the the valves to your washer and dryer. Well, and and as we yeah. get into yeah. the colder winter months, we'll talk yeah. about winterization and proper things right. to do to, to to avoid pipes freezing and things like that. Yeah. Because I'm that's exhausted. Happened. You are, yeah, I know already. I got, we got it. the answers, though. Don't worry. We're on top of it. I won't let that HVAC right. headline slide again. Don't worry. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio, 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Nicole. Yeah. I am thinking about selling my house, but my thinking is if I put it on the market during the holidays, there are fewer buyers. The house does not look as good as it will in the spring, and I don't want to move during the holidays. Should I wait or try to sell now? So, Nicole, all good reasons, but I am here to tell you not necessarily so. So let's take the three points. Lower inventory uh, means that you look like a very good buy because Mm -hmm. you're up against less competition. Especially with the buyer pool out there right now. Also note that there are a wide variety of buyers who really don't want to go into the cold weather or snow but there are still some who need to buy the a real, home now. The real ones. So the if, motivated. If you get a, a showing, those are real serious buyers. They're we not have just a lot of prequals out right now. A yeah. lot of prequalification letters that are people are wanting to buy homes now. So. This season is, is is different than seasons past. Yes, then, I agree with that. And there, there. Someone say, "Well, I don't want to show during the spring, or now I want to wait till my home looks better in the springtime." But I will tell you that a picture of a home with snow or without snow that we would list now. But with inside, when you have Christmas decorations, holiday decorations, whatever the holiday might be, it's a warm, inviting family feeling. I love that. Isn't that great? And it will bring the buyers to you and feel like they can be living here at personally home. there's some there's some homes that i'll go do photography of in the middle of the, the spring and summer and i'm like i can't shoot this because there's so much foliage over in the winter time the house actually looks better because you can see it i think my house looks best at holidays holidays so another objection that we hear a lot is i don't want to move during the holidays and uh, that is valid who wants it's move? cold but i will tell you that we can structure this on a sale and any agent can do this for you folks and that they can set this up so there's a time frame in the contract where you won't be moving during the holidays. So you don't have to worry about it. So you set aside, let's say just take Thanksgiving, for example. You don't want to move a week before or a week after the Thanksgiving holiday. And that can be structured into the actual contract. And then the other thing is you don't want to have people looking at your home during the holidays, you don't want people knocking on the door, coming in and seeing your home because you got family in town. Well, 
typically we see very slow showings on holidays like the Christmas, Hanukkah, that that night, um, and the eight nights total, then also the Thanksgiving. So the actual holidays, you don't, and you can turn it down, turn a showing down. We can time block them out completely. Right. So, the, I mean, the objections are there. There's a concern, but there's ways to work around it. And the key thing for everybody is that because there are fewer homes on the market and there are still some really hardcore buyers out there looking, this may be the perfect time, as long as it works with your own schedules, maybe the perfect time. For the perfect holiday gift. Yeah, to yourself we'll and your a family. big, humongous, two-story yeah. red bow on yeah. it. Yeah, wrap yeah. it. You can, if you want a, more information, and again, reaching me, we're always looking for homes to sell, 376-5483. Believe it or not, we're out of time already. Phew. Went fast. Uh, we thank my buddy Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Thank you, sir. Bob. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow, 649-7964. And my son, Greg, over at Instagram. <laughs> I am Instagram. We sell Louisville or Greg Sicola. And again, if you need to reach out, we've got the 20 agents plus who are ready to help you to buy a house. And also, to, I'm here to help you sell it. 376 See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.